If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. We're one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more, surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now.
That it does. We are back at it again, and uh, we'll tell you right now, the audio sounding professional, sounding first class. More on that uh, in a minute. Uh, you know, Sometimes the, the grown-ups have to take over, and that's what happened here. But it is the fifth hour with Ben Maller and David Gascon because, as we say, four hours on the radio are clearly not enough. And we are everywhere you can get podcasts on the iHeart Podcast Network, but it's available anywhere you get your fine podcast. So coming up on today's edition from the Bistro, as I am literally sitting in Benny's Bistro here, this is the menu. We've got Take the Oath, March On, Do the Charleston, Fish Food, Study this. What else do we have? Grab bag and also don't stick to sports stories of the week, which is pretty much the entire podcast. Guess gone as we have managed on this version of the podcast to pretty much do it all football season and rarely actually mention anything related to sports. Man, this is not the first time I have dragged myself and peeled myself out of bed oh, on God. a short week, laboring, injured, beat up, but I somehow succumb to my wounds at certain times in the day, but not for the fifth hour with Ben Maller as I have been defiant against my body's wishes to come in here and record this stupid podcast with you. Yeah, and uh, and uh, people really love the grit that you have here, Gascon. I do Because, know you know, the, the first rule of grit is to not say that you're using grit, but you believe that you need to do that. You are You are essentially fishing you're you like a had, fisherman you had eulogy radio for three weeks because of a of a mishap in your bowel I movements could have died people die from that i showed toughness i showed courage determination uh, i was in the hospital for f- almost five days and there i was back with the intestinal fortitude lacking some intestines oh the moral fiber all right, brick by brick, segment by segment, I was able to pull that off. Blood, sweat, and tears, Gascon. I'm going to teach you. I am going to teach you because your job, a lot of people don't know this, but in radio, it, night radio, weekend radio, you don't make a lot of money. Yeah. Gascon actually drives a Mr. Softy truck during the day. I actually make then, no money at all. Yeah, you, you do a Mr. Softy uh, driving uh, thing there, and then you, you have the music, uh, Mr. Softy. And that's how you do it, right? I, yeah. I listen to podcasts while I'm driving, and uh, uh-huh. I drive a high-performance sports utility vehicle because um, it's one that uh, high can... Perfor- yeah, you don't know how to drive, by the way. You don't know how to drive well, the car. Did you really? tell your audience last week you tried taking a picture of one of our colleagues only to find out that it wasn't one of our colleagues? It was just some random idiot that didn't know no, how to No, park. it wasn't random. You it tried was, ratting it was, him uh, out? It was someone at what does work in the building, and I did take the photo. It was uh, it was a Gascon like parking job. I thought you are now teaching classes on other employees how to park, oh, um, and uh, you know I want someone to be as unintelligent as you are parking the car. And um, but it was the same brand and color of the car of the aforementioned coworker. However, uh, it turned out to be uh, somebody had a, a different license plate. But uh, when yeah. trying to rat goes wrong with Ben Maller, no, I wasn't trying to rat. I didn't talk about it on the radio or anything like that. I was just showing you that there's oh. other people. I was trying to help you out because I, I know you get depressed and stuff, and you, you need your therapy and your therapy dog and your meds and all that gets gone. So I, you know, you're such a bad Parker. I wanted to show you that there's other people out there that are just as bad, if not worse, than you. <laughs> I was trying to cheer you up. So really. You know, no good deed goes unpunished, right? Here I am trying to help you out, and you scoff at that. 
you know, and anyone else would have said, thank you for that. It's so nice of you to see that uh, my position in life, but not you. No, not at all. I think you're trying to get some humor out of this. I think you're trying to take a shot. You're trying to use it for fodder yeah. during your four-hour show, and uh, you weren't going to get any of that. So, Well, I do have a blank canvas of four hours of uh, amazing uh, talk radio. You need some new callers, though. You have some horrific callers yeah, in the last uh, 30 you, days. You, know, you are... <laughs> You're General Custer. You're you're going into Little Bighorn with this attitude. I don't think you understand. Uh, you do not understand the power of that. We'll get, listen, we'll get to all that, but why don't we begin with Take the Oath. And for many years, all right, many years, uh, we've been doing the radio show. I've been doing the show. We, we, we've uh, we worked here. We've had new people that come in, thank God, because it was, you know, even though there's like the same five people that call the show every night and harass me. And and drive me to the to the loony bin, but you know there's new people that come in and find the show. They start working overnights or whatever. They you know, change of affiliates and they find the show. Well, how are they find? Uh, and it's it's like the uh, the Maller militia is thought of like the Illuminati for new listeners. Uh, there's this shroud of mystery around the Maller militia. Many people want to know how it works, right? Do you? I've gotten over the years, I've gotten messages on social media. I've gotten messages on email. Is there like a secret handshake? You know, is there some weird human sacrifice? Like you got to burn some weed or something like that to join? Or I guess that wouldn't be a human sacrifice. Uh, is there an IQ test? Obviously, if you listen to the show, there's no IQ test. <laughs> Skeeter from Montana. You know who Skeeter is? I do not. Yeah, he's a good guy. That's why you don't know him. And Skeeter from Montana, he's a veteran, now lives in Montana. Uh, but he was the latest. He asked me earlier this week. He he said, you know, how do I join the Mallard Militia? Of course, he, said, he asked me like every time he calls. He's obsessed with joining the Mallard Militia. So I have decided, Gascon, to come up with the first ever official Mallard Militia oath. Oh, wow. How about that? Yes. Yes. And I'm going to debut it right here on this podcast, The Fifth Hour with Ben Mallard and, and Gascon. Now, does... Now, when this oath is recited, though, does it have to re- be recited in in a chorus, like in a in a kind of um, I don't know uh, musical um, musical trend? I, I guess well one said, could say. Uh, well said. I, like almost like an alma mater, right? Like you know, when you get like well, Michigan or Ohio it, State at the end of their games. We have a lot. I love uh, you know the military guys. Got like good loyal. Uh, Ex-soldiers, soldiers, soldiers yeah. whatnot, listen to the show. So this is really an homage to the United States military. I like okay. it. Yeah. All right. So here it is. Are you ready? This is the Maller Militia Oath. Yeah. And here it is. I, state your name, do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Ben Maller Show against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and that I will obey the orders to peacefully fight back against hostile attacks from rivals, sports, gas bags, and blowhards. So help me God. How about that? It's okay. We are a how about, no, we are peaceful, Gascon. You don't know this because you're 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 seeing the ugly side of the Malheur militia. But we are a peaceful bunch. Right? Our battlefield is social media, and uh, we have to call enemies of the show out like you. And uh, and, and the Malheur militia. This is a band of funeral directors, police, firemen, criminals, truck drivers, factory workers, security guards, you name it, short order cooks, retired people with insomnia, sweet grandpas and grandmas, and anyone else. Sportscasters? Not allowed. 
Well, we have actually we do have some sportscasters that listen occasionally. A couple of the local ones, right? NBC and ABC. I have heard from all the big, well, not all of them, but I've heard, actually, no, I've heard from the sports anchors at Channel 2 in L.A., Jim Hill, Channel 4, Rogan. What, Rob Fukuzaki? Uh, Rob's a big guy. Rob's like the, he's the, probably the biggest. And then uh, our friend Liz Habib over at Channel 11 in L.A. Oh. All have admitted to me in a moment of weakness that they listen to the show. Wow. As, as they leave the TV stations they work at there, respectively. So they've all admitted that. Wow, that's pretty good. That, there you go. Has that helped me get on any of their stations doing TV? No. No. You know who not. has helped you get on a, a station or two? Who's this that? guy. This guy what? right here, David Gaskell. Oh, I don't see anyone. Made I don't know. The room's empty. Brought yeah. you about a couple weeks ago on television. It was something yeah. you had not experienced ever in your long, drawn-out, dragged-out career. Yeah. Well, you know something else I haven't experienced yet about that, and that's a check. You promised. You were very braggadocious. Well, I'm not getting paid either, so I, I think have, we're uh, both not sitting gotten a check. Seat. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. 
Listen to more than a movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Car? So, as of right now, that is pro bono. That was free. Wow. So, if you don't get paid, for it, it didn't really happen. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Well, it's fine. Right. It's for the greater good, like you said. All right, moving on. Very exciting news. I will be debuting all the details right here. We've flirted with this on the radio show, but march on. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I can confirm that the Maller Man March is going to happen. The Maller Man March 2019, I'm calling out all my listeners, all you guys that are friends of the show in the Seattle area, anywhere in the Pacific Northwest that's in reasonable driving distance. We're still working out the logistics, but I have been, uh, the Maller Militia's come up, they really want me to be here, and they have stepped up certain members and uh, have taken care of some things. And so I will be flying into Seattle during my end-of-year sabbatical from the radio show, which I usually do the last couple weeks of the year. And for our Seattle listeners, again, if you're within driving distance, we are going to have an amazing night of super fans, 
getting together, telling stories about the radio show, whatever else comes up, and it, it's a, it's going to be great. And there's two chances, Gascon. I, I did the math on this. Two chances to hang out because not everyone wants to go to the Seahawks game. Not everyone has tickets to the Seahawks game. Not everyone wants to deal with the headache that the Seahawks game is going to be at CenturyLink Field. Uh, so on Saturday, December 28th, you better take notes, Gascon. I hear you sighing. So Saturday, December 28th, uh, I'm going to be in Seattle that day. And that night, we're going to have like a mini get-together at some uh, restaurant or bar. We're still working out where. So if you know anybody in Seattle who owns a restaurant or a bar, or you do, contact us if it's kind of near CenturyLink Field. So we're going to do that on Saturday for a few hours. And then on Sunday, the 29th, well, that's that's where it just gets off the hook. That's where uh, we will have a Maller Man march around CenturyLink Field with signs, bullhorns, and uh, people banging on trash cans like the Astros. I would imagine that would be part of it there. Some whistles. Uh, it is going to be off the hook. It's going to be very reminiscent, Gascon, of the time I marched around the streets of Los Angeles with the great Clipper Darrell, and we marched for LeBron James 10 years ago. And so every 10 years, i got to do this. i got to pick a different city, but I'm excited about Seattle. It's going to be fun, and I hope – I'm not going to be there that long, but I hope to go out and experience the flavor of Seattle and all that good stuff. I just hope it doesn't snow because occasionally it snows there in, in that time of the year. So I, I, hope, I, hopefully it doesn't snow. I really hope they don't open up the wallet for you. Um, I've heard some rumblings about some things that have been taken care of already. Uh, it makes me, makes me nauseous. <laughs> it makes um, me nauseous. Why, what uh, you, listen. Who's, who's picking you up from the airport, first of all? I'll I'll take an Uber or whatever. I don't think you will. I I will. I have have the Uber app on my phone. I'll take the Uber. I'm I'm taking care of a lot of the costs. Not all of them, obviously. Some of a big chunk of it was taken care of by the militia. But I'll take care of the rest. Unbelievable. I mean, it's not unbelievable. Your net worth just because no one like no one likes you, and nobody wants to help you out. Your net worth is three million dollars, and you're asking for listeners. You're panhandling on national radio for a trip to Seattle. No, no, I did not panhandle. This was this was presented to me. Unlike that bum in Miami, uh, I did not. Even though you think I'm richer than Scrooge McDuck, I I was not planning on attending. And these these fine members of the Malheur Militia. Uh, got together and they said, you know, we got to make this happen. We want to we want to make this a special event, and uh, and so they they contacted me and uh, some of the key members there. Jay Scoop, legendary talent show winner, back to back years, who's been great. He's like a chamber of commerce guy for Seattle. And you go down there, Ed from Spokane. We're, we've got him in the in the mix. Christina from Spokane. I understand. I got an email. I, I got a bunch of people. Uh, guys from Vancouver. Guys from Portland, Oregon, that area. Lee from Seattle, who's been a caller. Uh, all these people planning on attending here. And uh, so it's, you know, in your face, uh, guess. Wait, wait, why is it in my face when you're just you're just robbing these people of their well, hard-earned money? Well, because I can't get you to go across the street unless you're, you know, you're getting paid for it. I can't. Uh, you're, you know, and I, here I am. Uh, as an act of uh, of kindness here on my sabbatical, my end-of-year sabbatical, cutting into that to hang out with fans of the show because I'm a man of the people, Gascon. Wow. That's what I am. Yeah, you get man, me. I'm the working-class guy. I'm not saying, you think Colin Cowherd's going to take that time off his vacation to go hang? No, of course not. I, I think it's it's nice that you took an all-expenses-paid trip to Seattle, no, Washington. No, 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 it's not, an all, it's, just, it's not an all-expenses. expenses <laughs> uh, trade, whatever you said. I, it's not. Uh, listen, it, uh, <laughs> even though you think I'm in high society and all that, and uh, 
money bags, but uh, yeah. And I mean, I, I don't believe I am richer than Scrooge McDuck. I don't. I've but, been to uh, the. I wish uh, I was. I, I've been to the mansion. It's a four car yeah. garage. It's there, a lengthy driveway with a massive backyard. Uh, you yeah. have your own fire pit, which normal people do not have. I have a fire pit this that is... costs like 50 bucks at, at the Home Depot. A- and I do sleep in a garage. You don't know that, but I do sleep in a garage. Oh, How about geez. that? It's yeah. So technically, I'm homeless. I sleep in a garage. Are you going to meet up with Steven? I think Steven was taking some pictures uh, last week or the week before. Uh, he was at the Washington Huskies game. I think it was at the Apple Cup, I think it was. Washington, oh, yeah, Washington I saw State. that, yeah. So he might be another guy. That, well, I'd uh, love to meet him, uh, and hopefully, you know, I'm gonna—I'll tweet all this stuff out once we get everything locked down and and uh, and, and all that. So we'll. What we'll does let your wife know. think about all this? Um, she's actually she she doesn't seem that upset by it because yeah, she's not going. I'm going by myself, but she she one of her friends, one of her girlfriends, is having a birthday that oh. week, so I should probably just go out and get drunk and have a wonderful time. That's a pretty and, good uh, idea. Leave, Leave the ball and chain away there, uh, which I, I don't think I'm a ball and chain, but she'll, uh, you know, happy to get rid of me for the weekend. I guess. You know, but yeah. she might have some some friends that that need some comforting during the holiday season, and uh, yeah. well, opportunity knocks. Sure she, she can find some real men that would help out, but probably not you. Well, you, know. you never yeah. know. All right, moving on to fish food, fish food, uh, and this is a, really a tribute to. The High Society of My Guy, David Gascon, a radio mercenary. Uh, some would call him, based on last week's podcast, a radio podcast assassin Yeah, uh, nice. for what he did to that podcast. And uh, he is the producer. In addition to being on the podcast, he produces the audio content. Yeah. And I- you are also now public enemy number one for the Maller Militia because the stunt you pulled last week, <laughs> okay, was an audio atrocity. I don't think it was that bad. Did. It was horrific. Was it? Yes. It and wasn't I- bad for me. I mean, it's, you know, I, I think we can be safe to say as long as I'm taken care of, it's all good, right? <laughs> yeah. So the, the Maller Militia, so upset with your snob uh, attitude here that uh, they have gone on the offensive. And so we've had our own little civil war going on between the Maller Militia and Gascon. But some of the reactions from the people that listened to the podcast last week that admitted they tried to download the fifth hour with Ben Maller, they called the, the audio quality <laughs> of, again, iHeartMedia is a major media company that we do this podcast for. It's a massively huge, important media yeah. audio content yeah. a company with millions and millions of people that listen to content on, on iHeart right. every day. Yeah. We are representing that company. Yeah. And the fans called the audio. Uh, they said it sounded like it was recorded in a fishbowl. Uh, it sounded like you guys were on different continents. Uh, cans on a string was one way it was described. Somebody wondered which cave we were in when we were recording it. Uh, some of the other lines uh, sounded like my kid's baby monitor. I think that was Mr. Nice that Guy. Was good, and, yeah. uh, was recorded with walkie-talkies in a bathroom. <laughs> uh, kids' walkie-talkies in a bathroom. But wait, there's more guests gone. Other people described your work as a fast food drive through speaker quality. <laughs> May I have a, your order? That's from your Gagon parody account, uh-huh. so you sent that one out, the David Gagon account. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody else said it sounded like it was recorded on a like a 1980s audio cassette, uh, old technology. And, and I think it was Mr. Nice Guy also said, my, my granddaughter's elementary school play had better production value than the fifth hour with Ben Maller. So, Gascon, I am going to give you a chance, all right? 
I'm gonna the prosecution rests. Go ahead, defendant. Defend yourself. Well, I think you just acknowledge the fact that we are working for a multi multi million dollar company that has a wide array of audio content that's provided throughout their platform, sports, news, pop, music, whatever it may be. And I think we can point to what was the root cause to have that audio quality like that. And I think it's safe to say, Ben, that week in and week out, you would never, ever seem to have that kind of a problem. Am I correct? Well, I, I usually work with professionals. Well, you usually, uh, I usually work with work professional. With I work with people that don't mail it in. You usually I, you work know. with professional equipment. Um, so oh, I wow. think I think it's safe to say that if I had the luxury yeah. of rolling out of my bed into uh-huh. hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment to record uh-huh. said audio podcast, I think yeah. you would listen to it with. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom find. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Distinct perfection, uh, clear clearness that you would expect to have on a regular everyday basis. Now, for the professionals with air quotes that you work with, I think it's safe to say that on a daily basis, when you bash said talent, you really don't work with professionals on your show. So, wow, you're now attacking the people I work with. How dare you, you schmuck? <laughs> rolling all what the way back. What a dick. To you, what? Mama Luke. <laughs> What's wait, wrong this, with this, you? This is my chance wow. to talk to the jury. So yeah. I ask for forgiveness. I ask for understanding. Uh, I do not uh, drive 65 minutes to 75 minutes out of my way just to record a podcast, especially when I'm not on the clock for other shows with Fox Sports Radio. So that being said, I went to an ulterior mo- uh, motive, and that was to chop down the gas, to chop down my commute, and to do something a little bit differently where we recorded on a different kind of a platform and then ingested it through Fox Sports Radio and and Apple iTunes uh, portals. So um, that probably will not happen again. But football season is coming to a close, so thankfully, Ben Maller, we will not have that problem for quite a while anyway once football season kicks around. Yeah. All right, so are you done? I am the, done. The, the defense rests. All right. As uh, the judge, jury, and executioner, you have been tried, you have been convicted on all charges, and you will soon be executed. So good afternoon, good evening, and good night to David Gascon because you don't have the facts. No, your little sob story, uh, no one's working. You turned this podcast into the devil's workshop. That was the evil hour. It wasn't the fifth hour. It was the evil hour. The, the one thing we have, we don't have photos, Gascon. All we have is audio content. Yeah. All we have is audio content. That is it. We have nothing else. Uh. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. 
Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about nine or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. I thought I redeemed myself on Thanksgiving Day when I drafted Genie. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And Tom Looney amongst the uh, Fox Sports Radio colleagues for the, uh, the Ben Maller show. There was a, a poll that was done during one of the shows, and uh, I thought I I thought I represented your show to the fullest. Oh yeah, you, I didn't. Even, I was going to bring that up. I forgot to even put that on the list. There's so much other stuff I want to talk about. But what a, I mean, what a bitter coworker. I mean, what, Dan Beyer, a guy that I like. I've known Beyer for years. I knew him when he was nothing, and now he's big management guy that works on the air. And, and this guy to attack, to savagely attack me on a national holiday, a day where I am trying to live my life with my in-laws, my family there, eat turkey and stuffing, and to get my social media blown up because this guy is doing a verbal assault, all right? That's, what, that's why we have the Mallard Militia Oath, right? Uh, and we, we gave the oath earlier here. you got to support and defend the Ben Maller Show against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Well, I guess this would be a domestic in-house enemy. I mean, that's that's unreal. I thought he was right on point. I thought he was paying you homage. You thought he was on point? I thought he was paying he, homage to the Ben Maller Show. He asked. He did a list. I mean, I know you love list radio, Gascon, and all that. But think about this. Buyer, I don't know what he's got going on in his life. I'm assuming he's a busy guy. One year ago, we assaulted. Uh, I made some jokes on the overnight show about Bayer doing a Thanksgiving draft, and he still held that grudge, which I kind of respect actually, for an entire year. Sounds good. Waiting to punch back, right? Waiting to throw the flying spaghetti monster at me, and he did. Boom. Yeah, he planted the flag right on your turf. It was great. I, I appreciate it. And he, it wasn't a list, it was a draft. It's completely oh, it was, those guys. Those other guys don't listen to the show. They had to be told what was going on. They had to be told it was all it was all choreographed. Wow. I, I know I know choreographed when I hear it. All right, that was choreographed. That was scripted radio. Is what it was. I thought it was great. I thought the intentions were, were positive, especially on a Thanksgiving holiday. Um, especially when you were just sitting around watching football all day. I, I don't even think you did a show that night. I, I believe it was tape recorded all four hours, yes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, tape recorded. It's amazing. <laughs> I was able to successfully predict the outcome of all the Thanksgiving games. Uh, yeah, we taped it on a Monday, but uh, we did a couple different versions. Cow- you know, Cowboys win, Cowboys lose, Bills win, Bills lose, uh, Bears win. Uh, Lions win or vice versa, and we just went down, you know, Saints, Falcons, and then uh, that's it, and we just put it all together with some duct tape and some spit, 
And uh, there you go. Well, yeah. at least it made Eddie's holiday. That's what it did. So he was really happy. Well, Eddie was not there. Eddie was not. Eddie and Cooper not there. But me and Roberto. Yeah, but Working he was, class on the show. He we were was, there. Eddie was happy that he was drafted number one overall. So... Well, that's just update on update, love. You know, that's, I didn't that, do that's, that. that's just like coaches praising other coaches, uh, quarterbacks praising other quarterbacks. That's that's how that works. We all know how that works. All right. Well, are you done bitching about last week? Because I don't think the audio was that bad, but uh, apparently some people did. The best part is, is that it was still, even as bad as it was, people still uploaded it and listened to it. That's all I really care about. Yeah. Just like when they drive down the highway, they drive down the interstate, and they see an, a 16-car pileup on the side of the road. They stop, and they call the terms rubbernecking. We had a lot of rubberneckers last week. They couldn't believe that a professional broadcaster, a guy that's been on the radio for 20 years, yeah. would put his name on an amateur, like uh, Mr. Microphone type of podcast. Well, but sure enough. You know what I, they say, you get what you pay for, Ben Maller. You get what you pay for. Yeah, get what you pay for, Gascon. Get what you pay for. All right, uh, let, let's get to study this, all right? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. And this is where we look at actual studies and we say, is it real or is it bullshit? And uh, this is a a tribute to one of my favorite TV shows, uh, Penn and Teller's Bullshit, which which on um, Showtime uh, for for years. I've been on a long time, but I love that show because they'd examine something and they'd say, is this real or is this bullshit? And so that's what we do. Plus, it's another way for me just – one of my hobbies is reading these dopey studies. And so it's a way to say, hey, I'm actually working. Like when my wife says, why, why are you reading those stupid studies? And I said, I'm working. You know, I'm working on the podcast. That's what I'm doing. Trying to find content for the podcast. I love you. You read stupid stories and you take trips to Seattle to get away from your wife. That, uh, yeah. that doesn't bode well for, for Mrs. Uh, Mallory. Happy marriage. Yes. Uh, that's the way to do it. Go yeah. uh, go a few, you know, a thousand miles away. That's, uh, that's the way uh, to do it. So, well, the first study up here. The holidays upon us, we just had Thanksgiving, got Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and uh, all that coming up later in the month. And so the average person, according to a new study, how long can the average person last with their family over the holidays before they reach their breaking point? Ooh, um, I'm going to say five hours. All right, so you're going to go five hours. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. All right, uh, you are you're close, but not right. It's actually only four hours. Ah. The average person can only last. According to a new survey, they uh, revealed that a quarter of adults seek solitude in a relative's home during the uh, holiday gatherings. Two in five people say that getting together with family for the holidays is almost always a stressful time of the year. And I know a lot of times you have to like go from house to house. Like if you're married and you've got like kids, you have to bounce to see everyone if they live near you, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and all that. So, but uh, you don't have, well, your family's spread out. Most yeah. of your wife's family, they're here in Southern California, right? 
Yeah, like I have I, my my dad's the only. All my other relatives live in different states. Uh, my brothers got out of California years ago, and uh, and yeah, so I don't have. I don't really have anybody out here other than my dad, but my dad doesn't drive outside of Orange County where he lives because he does not believe that he. That's like a. It, it's kind of like Nick Foles can't leave Philadelphia or he starts stinking, you yeah. know? Uh, my dad can't leave the OC. Yeah, can't uh, leave Newport he, Beach. I don't live in Newport. Oh. Um, he Lago- lives in a working class Laguna uh, Beach. Planned community is where he lives, oh. all right? Um, m- moving on, class clowns. Now, according to a new study, most students. This is not this is not bullshit. This is accurate. I don't think I need a study for this. Most students appreciate teachers with a sense of humor. Yeah. How about that? I believe that one thousand percent. But isn't this common sense? Right? You know what I'm saying? In this common sense, what what I mean by that is the the fact that, yeah, just in life in general, you want the, the one you don't want to have a sense of humor is your doctor before you're going into an operation. <laughs> you don't want your doctor to have a sense of humor. You you probably don't want like if you know you're you know shooting, you don't want the police officer to be cracking jokes. But outside of those situations, humor is always the way to go, right? Do you want a Do you want a pilot that's got humor? Uh, yeah, I've been on like Southwest Airlines flights where they'll crack jokes and all that, and on over the PA system. But yeah, actually, fly doesn't the plane fly itself? I thought they, they no. I mean, fly. I've been on flights where the pilot we've gone through some really choppy turbulence, and he'll he'll come on the PA and say. Well, we got lucky there. <laughs> you get people that just like you got to be shitting me right now. So I don't mind having a little bit of levity with with a doctor, but teachers, I, I think it comes and goes with depending on the individual. What about with with coaches? Were you like that with your coaches? Did you like serious coaches or? Well, usually when I when I play, I think most teams are like this. You have the hard ass hardo coach, yeah. and then you it's good cop bad cop, right? There's always at least. Like one coach is like the good guy that loves you and looks out for you and knows all about your life, and then there's the other hardo that goes, "You gotta run." Yeah, you know, you work out. Although I don't know if that's like that anymore because everyone's a pussy willow these days. But that's how it was when I was playing football. They'd be like the hardo guy that was like just all about it, and then the other guy was like cool, mellow, you know that kind of. Thing. Yeah, I found out no such thing as hell week anymore at the uh, the prep level, and obviously you don't yeah. get like that anymore at the college ranks either so Man, i'm happy to say that i am a product of hell week and my life has turned into hell life that's, <laughs> you know, that's how that works there it's all it's all tied together all right we're doing study this uh what's next all right let's see if you can figure out another question for gascon and for you listening to the podcast and uh, here it is new study out the average person will watch how many hours of television in their lifetime oh man right um here we go let's just say for argument's sake that an individual lives for an average of 76 years all right um i will say an individual watches about 30 years worth of television their entire life well how many hours would that be um (sighs) take your time uh, so that'll be, that'll be about 300,000 hours. Wow. Well, you, much like, uh, Eddie Garcia on the radio show, you have ruined the question. You have gone so high. You have ruined the question. Cause remember this is a survey. So there's people that don't watch that much television mixed with people that do watch a lot of television. Those and thus you liars. get the median, you get the median, uh, according to the study, uh, once people start watching television, over the course of uh, their lives, according to a recent survey, uh, this is this was done in Britain, so maybe it's different in America. But the average TV viewer will watch 
almost 79,000 hours of programming from movies, sports, news, entertainment in their lifetime. Yeah, can you preface this question with the origin of the country, please? I think you're oh, we're all the same. No, we're all sharing we this planet. We're all the same. No. We all live in the in the uh, world of Earth. No, no, the ecosystem of Earth. You can't say no United borders. Without- no borders, Gascon. <laughs> my globalist. We're not going to say the United <laughs> States without fast food and without uh-huh. television. That's like two of the things that we are most proud of. Well, they say that each year in the UK, anyway, that uh, on a, on a daily basis, people watch three and a half hours of TV. That goes to uh, one thousand. 248 hours each year i would argue that because people have other things going on maybe like a job and they have responsibilities that that seems about right for america like you how how can you really have a life where you watch more than three and a half hours of television and i don't even think i watch that much anymore i'm on the internet all the time I'm, i'm probably on the internet 12 hours a day but maybe longer than that but i don't like the actual television i watch tv i guess based on the internet but i i mean yeah, yeah, but so. NFL Sundays, you're watching at least nine hours worth of content. Okay, yeah, but I'm not like on a you know, Wednesday. I mean, I might, I'll might, i watch, uh, I'll flip around to some NBA games at night, but that's part of the job. Baseball season? Baseball season, uh, you know, again, but it, it's I'm looking for content for the show. So it's not like, um, you know, for my entertainment. Uh, no, I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm a renaissance man. Well, and we're a fraction of the, of the of the country that is actually a sports fan. So I think a lot of people binge watch HBO, Netflix, Showtime, Hulu. I think yeah. all these networks are created so people just sit and watch, sit and watch. I think the numbers way. I think the numbers doubled here in the United States than what it is in the UK. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I disagree. Let, let, let's move on. The survey because double would mean six, that would mean seven hours a day of television. Yeah. Would mean yeah. yeah. Uh, again, I don't think right, so another uh, study slash survey reveals the age that many people give up working out that they throw in the towel, they quit, they show no imba- ambition. They say, that's it. Uh, I'm done. I'm out of here. Uh, see you later. Is this here in the United States? Uh, yes, this is here in the United States. I'm going to say among Americans. <sighs> Man, I'm going to go low on this. I'm going to say 23. Uh, no. Like, my gut tells me 41, but I'll say 23. Uh, no, that is incorrect. Uh, what was your what did your gut tell you? 41. Oh, so you, so you looked at the story. I didn't look you at cheated. the story. You, you cheated because the number's 41. Ah! You cheated. Well, you no. You picked it. I, I had those you, two thoughts because, one, here we're in Southern California. So, I think California, I think New York, I think Massachusetts and Florida – and probably Texas yeah. lead the way in exercise, but everywhere else in the middle of the country, not uh, so much. They're not going to the 24-hour gym no. uh, after work? No. Uh, yeah. No, they, they claim the most common barrier was not having time. 42% cited their schedule as the main reason why they stopped working out. And many of these people said that they could not work out because they were too old to get back to the gym. Oh. And uh, they should go to the gym I go to. Everyone's a million years old. I'm like the youngest person there, and I feel like I'm kind of old now. So uh, there's a lot in the morning. There's a lot of like older people that work out. That's what I've uh, I've noticed. Yeah, but it is one of those things. If you don't, if you stop, it's hard to start again. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, you got to keep going, or otherwise uh, you'll just find any reason to cut corners. It's like I, I've got to have a turkey sandwich on Wednesday at noon. I don't think I can work out that day because I gotta you know be okay to 
pick up my turkey sandwich. And I'm gonna get a crab. I don't know about you, but if I don't work out, then everything else falls off the cliff. Like diet falls off the cliff. I eat shit. I drink bad. I don't sleep. Like it's just it's dominoes that fall. So if I don't exercise, then everything else just I I compound the problem by not doing anything else healthy. And then it leads to some bad things, obviously, with, with the work not being sharp or whatever it may be. So, yeah, I need to do it. I, I need to work out. Which... Yeah. Well, my my problem is that I when I don't work out, even if I miss like a couple of days, I think every time I eat something, I think I'm going to gain like 100 pounds from eating uh, you know, a little bag of chips or something like that. Because I have this mental uh, illness that when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, I work out. If I don't work out, it's going to be... A, a nightmare. All right, uh, moving on. Another study. We'll do a few more of these. Uh, study finds that mental practice makes you better at sinking putts. Not actually putting, but practicing in your head is apparently just as important, according to a new study, as getting in reps at the local putting green. And I don't golf very often, Gascon, but when I do, I am good. I am good. But they're, they're in, their study says that mental practice uh, – Observation, motor imagery actually enhances the ability to successfully make punts. This is real or bullshit? I think it's bullshit. I think because couldn't you translate that into anything else? Baseball? It's a combination. I don't think it's total bullshit. Didn't Kurt Gibson in the 1988 World Series say he visualized hitting a home run? Didn't he say that? Yeah, but he was also hitting off of a tee in the cages underneath before he went out there. Yeah, I don't think he's. I mean, you and gotta, he also you knew. Imagine, he also you got to believe the, you can do it, though. Yeah, but he, all, he also knew the pitch that was coming. He knew it was a backdoor slider on the count. Eh. The scatter report said that for Eckersley. Uh huh. He still had to hit it. Yeah, then, yeah. But, but he knew it was coming. If you could uh, telegraph a pitch, uh, I think there's something to this here because uh, you know when I when I get ready for the radio show, I mentally think the show is going to be good. I I walk my head through the show and. And try to get there. That's then, not true. Yeah, I do. Oh, I, I'm a perfectionist, as you know. Oh. I'm a type A. You're a type B. I'm a type A. I'm an alpha. You're an omega. Now, That's how this works. But do you visualize that as you're looking at your stacks of paper for the show, or is it something that you just Well, you, you know, I know it. you like working with people that don't do prep, and you like just showing up, but I, I am a prepared man. I learned from Lee Hacksaw Hamilton when I was an intern that you must be prepared at all times. You cannot be dependent on the callers. You cannot, unfortunately, be dependent on your coworkers to help. Uh, and so you have to be prepared just in case, just in case you're on an island like Tom Hanks and you're deserted by you know, by yourself there. Outside so. of me, who's your most reliable colleague? Well, you are not on the reliable list because you That's provided nice. audio that was out of a fishbowl or a baby monitor last week. That's so you're on my shit list right now. That's great fodder for the show, though. Uh, no, great. it's not. It's a great uh, conversation starter. Outside of that, I i mean, there's some people that are occasionally reliable, but I don't know that all the time reliable. I mean, there's some people that are, you know, run hot and cold, as they say. Well, let the record reflect Ben Mallard does not want to uh, praise anyone that's on his show. Well, no, I could praise Roberto. I mean, just cooking with Roberto is a fascinating segment of radio. It's a wonderful weather with Roberto. Who doesn't love the Mexican Doppler? Everyone. I uh, can't get enough of that, except you. All right, uh, another study here. The healthiest people in the world, what have I told you? They have something in common here. They don't go to the gym. How about that? I believe it. 
Your shots that you take at people in the Midwest, the flyover states, they go to the gym. Well, this is in your face, guess guy. I think it's the people that are either in Africa or like in Europe. Well, they say they, they've, they, the people that look at this stuff say the, they have blue zones, the world's blue zones, uh, where they have the li- highest life expectancy. And they determined that in all these places on the globe, there's no uh, gym there. There's no uh, LA Fitness or 24-hour fitness or Gold's Gym. There's none of that. There's no weights. Uh, nobody's running marathons. Nobody's joining hot yoga classes or spin classes or any of that. These people just live in places where they constantly have to be Whoa. moving. Oh, I just looked at like, that too. Yeah, right. So look at now in Japan, Italy, Costa Rica, Greece, Loma, yeah. Loma Linda, California. That's odd. Wow. Yeah, but these people like grow gardens. They walk through the day and they do small, small movements. But just moving naturally throughout the day is the key, supposedly. But they, did you see that stat in the story here that they said that 100 years ago, only 10% of people had a sedentary job? So, like, in you go back to 1919, uh, only 10% of people had a sedentary job. Today, it's 90%. Oh. <laughs> 90% of people sit on their ass. And that's their gig. That's awful. And I'm included. I know. We're, we're, yeah, we're included. We're, well, we're I, I, do you locked ca- to the station. But you're laying down, though, when you do your show. I, this is that's more a like lie. sitting down, like truck drivers yeah, that am, do that, or, or Roberto, or Coop, or Eddie. You you lay down. You have your feet kicked no. up on the on the studio tabletops. You, you're that's in a lie. bed when you're doing this podcast. Well, I like to be comfortable, and I like to be relatable, something that you don't know about. But I believe in the onward and upward strategy, what I believe in here. <laughs> that is my philosophy on all this. Bluezones.com. Uh, check it out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. Uh, bye Bye Birdie. A new study finds that in North America, this is from the environmentalist Gascon, birds are getting smaller, and they are blaming climate change. Uh-oh. How about that? They say that birds are shrinking in size, according to a new uh, study. Now, I have not noticed this. I I have not. I see plenty of birds around, and I have not noticed that they're smaller birds uh, at all. But they seem convinced that it's all because of the evil human beings, that the birds are smaller now. Do you buy that, Gascon? Do you believe that the birds have decided to go lean and mean now? And is that a bad thing? We always fat shame big people, so maybe it's good the birds have decided to lose some weight and get a little smaller. How about that? I, I don't believe it. Yeah, I'm skeptical about this also. I mean, there's so many... So many goddamn birds, all right? How the hell are you going to do an, an actual study that determines, you know what I mean? And plus, it's the entire, you go for, I know birds flock and go around, but, you know, birds in, are the birds in Minnesota the smaller, the same size as they are in, in Kansas City or, in, you know, go down to Nashville or, uh, you know, Marietta, Georgia? I mean, come on. What do you got to be? Was it an ornithologist? That's what it is? Someone that studies birds? I don't know. You should know what it is. Don't you usually pluck out your word of the day and use it and implement it on one of your shows? I used to do that, but that died like five years ago. Thanks for listening. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, big fan of the show. Uh, do uh, let's, Why don't we close out the study this on this particular question? Uh, and a, a new study finds that the, the people that are the worst gift givers in your life are uh, are blank. Like the wealthiest. Who in your life the is wealthiest. the worst? The wealthiest. Eh, that's not. Uh, they, they say that co-workers and in-laws are the worst gift givers, according to a new study. I, 
I could call. I agree with uh, coworkers. Yeah, I've gotten some real shit gifts from coworkers, like yeah, just half ass. Why would you expect a gift from a coworker anyway? Well, we we used to do like Secret Santa and things like that. But there's just uh, giant wage gap between you and everyone wow. else that works on your show. Like three million dollars wow. to minimum yeah. wage. How does that yeah. compute, right? Yeah. F you. It's uh, unbelievable. You, no, but you I wouldn't. I wouldn't take offense to a coworker giving me any kind of gift. Like Jonas Knox does a, a, a fun little gig every year during Christmas, where he goes to the liquor store and he gets scratchers for the entire team. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool. I'm not asking for a lot, or I wouldn't expect a lot well, he, anyway. Jonas does that, but he expects you, if you actually win, to share the sugar. Well, show yeah. what? So what? I would do the same thing, though. I would, if I won, oh, yeah. I'd kick down a little something for, for anyone that bought me the ticket. Why not? Yeah. I, you think Jonas is going to show up at the ugly sweater party? No. No. He will not. Be. No, definitely not. It's too far He's away. not working. The, this is the first year, I believe, he's not working. He usually works the night of the ugly sweater party, but he's actually not working. So he could technically attend. Although. It's like driving from, like, L.A. to San Francisco, as for, you know, from where I live to him, or Vegas uh, from, you know, I've Fresno. done the drive. It sucks. Well, I've done the drive. I've done the uh, L.A. San Francisco drive. It's, uh, well, you do that a lot. You, you do. do the uh, L.A. Sacramento drive. You I like do. that? I have eclipsed 150,000 miles on my car, Ben. I have owned the car for five years. Is that bad? Wow. How about, you know, occasionally these things called rental cars, you can leave the mileage off your car, and that way uh, you, you hold on to your car's value. i got to do a better job of... of... Well, it's too late now. You might as well just keep driving the thing into the ground. Yeah. Hey, Maybe I should yeah. paint the car teal and just make it look as shitty as possible to match the mileage on it. How about that? I mean, you could you could do that, and maybe you'd have a entertainment pop culture legend like Steve Harvey. <laughs> Uh, say how beautiful your car looks, and I like that color. By the you way, have that. you gotten any kind of comments yet from Kenny Albert or from any of your ESPN colleagues on the East Coast that watched our uh, our broadcast uh, a couple of weeks ago? Uh, no, I have not heard mm. from anyone. I wonder no why. Contacted me. I wonder Maybe why. because the game was 56 to nothing. Well, Maybe that's why the game They didn't know that going in. Remember, stats tell you what happened, not what's going to happen. All right. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Uh, anyway, uh, here are the, the – I have a list of the 10 actual worst gifts that you can get over the holidays. Uh, oh. You want to take a guess at some of these here? Uh, I'm gonna, is this for adults or for kids, too? Uh, I, I think it's mostly for adults. I don't, I don't see anything here for uh, kids. Okay, so worst of all, i got to say this. Any kind of exercise equipment or a gym membership? Did not make the list. Wow. Did not make the list. I don't see it on here. Wow. Yeah. I know people are getting heat for that pelotonin uh Commercial. Yeah, I saw that. That's so stupid. I know. <laughs> um, alcohol? People with no lives on the internet that are losers that get complain, run around looking for things to complain about. Uh, alcohol is on the list. Liquor is number six All on right. the list. Liquor. Uh, socks. Uh, socks is number three. All right. Yeah, um, socks is number three. How about underwear? Uh, underwear, I, I don't see it on here only because I think people most, most people don't give other strangers underwear. You know what I'm saying? Well, you never know. Well, you, you're a unique I'll case. I'll give anyone you're a special case study. I know you will. Yeah. Um, you uh, love the underwear. How about uh, movie passes? Uh, no, not on the list. Uh, let me just give you the list because it's right. boring. Uh, number 10 is coffee. These are the actual, according to this, the worst gifts you can get. Number 10 is coffee. Number nine is a photo calendar. Oh. Yeah, like if somebody else's family or something, or, or even if it's just a generic uh, photo calendar. Number eight is a candle. All right. You imagine getting a candle? Oh, good. I get to burn it, and then I can throw out the little candle. 
Uh, number seven is tea. You got number six, liquor. Number five, a coffee mug. Yeah, that's a sucks. terrible gift. Yeah. Uh, number four is a collection of lotions. <laughs> wow. Take that for what you want. Number three is socks. Number two, popcorn. And the number one worst gift, according to this uh, study, shower gel <laughs> is the worst gift that you can get. It's, oh, uh, man. Now, would it be terrible. in bad taste if you got someone popcorn with movie tickets? Uh, well, that would be the Gascon package, right? That would be a, you know, throwing a candle on top there, candle little, in the wind and all that. A little lotion, a little massage during the movie. Right, calm down. Feed all you right. some popcorn. Calm, calm down. Not you, calm but. Yeah, well, I'm sure you'd love to feed me popcorn. <laughs> You're very romantic. Uh, so do the Charleston. We'll move on. Do the Charleston. My new favorite college in the United States is in the state of South Carolina. It is not Clemson. No, it is not. It is not the Gamecocks of South Carolina. I am now a massive fan of the College of Charleston. Their mascot, their their uh, their their teams are called the Cougars. So the Cougars are coming. The Cougars are coming. Now, why Gascon am I now the biggest fan of the College of Charleston? Oh, everyone loves Cougars, but I don't know why. So tell me why. All right. So I am a very proud uncle. My niece uh, just announced this last week that you know she lives in New York. I don't see her very often because she lives in Manhattan. But she has been accepted. Next year, she will start at that fine institution, the College of Charleston. Wow. I'm excited. They're in the Colonial Athletic Association. They're rivals. I looked it up because I was like, who's our rivals now that I'm a fan of the College of Charleston? They play Delaware, Drexel, Hofstra, James Madison, William and Mary, and a bunch of other schools like that. And this school's like, it was founded in the in 1770. Yeah. Like, the people that founded it signed, in the future, they signed the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. How about that? That's pretty nice. Out-of-state tuition, Ben, $29,000 a year. Really? I am. Yeah, it's pretty good. My uh, my brother's doing pretty well, apparently. That's uh, doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Twenty-nine grand a year. Wow. Good for them. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. I'm excited about that. I'm I'm trying to find a uh, College of Charleston hat. They don't have it in my size, though. So I don't want to get a smaller hat. So it's, I, I'm looking. I'm, if you find a link, somebody send me an email. Because I have a size 8. I have a 25-inch head, big brain, big head. And I've been unable to find a size 8 College of Charleston hat. So Are you I'm excited, though? She's attending a public liberal arts school. Are you excited about that? I don't know. I'm happy for her. She wanted to go there. That was her choice. I don't know why she chose. Maybe she's a big Yankee fan. You know, Brett Gardner went there. Do you know that? Uh, yeah, I do. 13th Keith oldest Embry. institution. Of higher learning in the United States, it says. Ooh, number 13. That's pretty good. Good good luck to her. I'm sure she'll be overwhelmed with propaganda on how to hate everything and all that. Isn't that what you do in college these days? It depends. Safe spaces? Yeah. Yeah. Not at uh, Saddleback Community College. Yeah, Saddleback, they teach you you men to be men. Yeah. Absolutely. Women to be women. (laughs) All right. uh, Time now for the grab bag. These are actual questions from actual listeners uh, like yourself. Uh, the first one is from uh, Jason in Rock Mountain, uh, Rocky Mountain, Virginia. He says, Ben, is Gascon as big a priss as he sounds? All right. Uh, let's see here. Priss uh, or prick? No, he said priss. Oh. It's P-R-I-S-S, as, as, you know, short for prissy, right, which is, I think, the definition of that. Let's see here. Uh, the definition would be be what? Uh, let's see here. Uh, someone fussy. 
acting in a fussy, uh, often uh, used with, you know, kind of, just annoying, I guess. No, it's not. It's. Yeah. <sighs> yes? No. Not at all. I don't complain. I don't bitch and moan. You complain all the time. You no. don't even realize you're complaining. You think so? I, I Just listen. Go back and listen. I know last week you couldn't hear it because it was recorded in a fishbowl, but go back and listen. Uh, I have a unfortunate thing with my car now is every time I turn my car on with my Bluetooth and my phone, it automatically drops in the fifth hour with Ben Maller onto my Onto my stereo system, oh, so it's captive stuck playing. Audience. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's absolutely amazing to ramp up those numbers. No, not not prissy at all. Absolutely, Jason, hundred percent. You nailed it. You know who this guy is. Keith writes in. Uh, Keith does not say where he's from. He says, "When you talk into a tin can, what brand does Gascon prefer when recording the podcast? Does he like a chili can or a can of corn?" Chili, of thoughts, course. Gascon? Chili, of course. So that last week's podcast was recorded on a chili can. I don't think it was that bad, though. I think it made I think it made for great conversation on the radio, and I think people were really intrigued about what's going to happen next, which is here said now. All right, uh, moving on. And this one is from, uh, let's see here. I didn't write down who this person's from. I guess they don't want publicity. Uh, is there a better Ben Maller show memory than back in the day when Sha-la-la-la-lo, Larry Brown, fell asleep at the news desk during an update. Um, that is one of the great moments in show history. When we did a top of the hour update, we tossed to our newsman and... Did he get fired for that? No, no. The board op had to run in and, and kind of wake him up. And then uh, no one was listening. So uh, he, he was... That was on the weekend overnight show. That is That was a wild time. But we've... I mean, there's been crazy things that have happened on this show uh, for for years, I, I would say the craziest, one of the craziest that is underestimated is the time that I walked out of the studio before the show to call into a different show to have privacy, and this guy starts, hey, are you on the radio, and starts cursing at me, and he says, I'm Henry Hill, I'm Henry fucking Hill, and I have something to say, I want to be on the radio, right? <laughs> now, if, for those that don't know, you know who Henry Hill is, right, Gascaran? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like killed people. A- anyway, I thought it was just some homeless guy, and I just you know I said, "No, I'm not on the radio." As I walked out of the radio station, then walked back in the radio station. He starts banging on the door that's out on uh, Sepulveda. Starts banging on the door right to get in, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's full of shit." And then I went on Google, and I looked, and it, there was a photo of Henry Hill, and hand the God, it was Henry Hill. Wow. Henry Hill was drunk. And this is years ago. He died a long time ago. He died probably about 10 years ago. But he is the guy whose life story was the what I think is one of the greatest movies of all time, one of my top five movies, Goodfellas. Yeah. And 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 he like you know, he did all this terrible stuff and but but he was in the witness protection program and he lived just in in the area where we broadcast from in Los Angeles and uh, apparently he uh, had a little too much to drink that night, and uh, he wanted to get on the radio. And he, he was wild, man. I, I, that was a freaky night when I looked at that photo on on the internet, and it was him. Yeah, I'm like holy crap! Man. So what time I was loved- this? Was this like at three o'clock in the morning or four? No, it was actually around midnight. It was around midnight, so it wasn't even late in the show. It was kind of earlier in in the. Uh, Maybe even a little earlier than that. Man. And, uh, yeah, just wandering around and all that. Part of the, uh, was it Lucchese crime family? Is that right? Or something you like would that? Have, that would have been your best guest ever on your show. I mean, because <laughs> the guests on your show have been really, well, been poor. 
I'll tell Fred Dreyer you don't think much of his work. <laughs> please, please do. Yeah, very kind of you. Uh, moving on, uh, Dale from Lancaster City, Pennsylvania says that's an Amish country. Says, Ben, tell Weed Man Hippie to get a hold of me. I have a place he can stay with a few Amish folks. Uh, that's from, from Dale. Uh, yeah, I, I think Weed Man would do well in Amish country, right? Although he wouldn't be able to use his Obama phone, I don't think. That would be a problem. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, Moises from Denver writes, and he says, Ben, I know your time off is coming up, so are the new intros, have you given them to Eddie yet to practice, and what is his punishment if he laughs at them? Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Moses. You have a good memory. Yeah, so every year when I go on my sabbatical, I write some new, what they're called rejoins for the show. Yeah. Right, so new rejoins to the show, and I'll write a few of those out because you know I usually the producer does that, but not on our show. Uh, I have to do everything; it's a one-man band, so I have to write these out. And so I, uh, you know, it's hard to come up with these every year, and I, I don't want to repeat things I've used in the past. So I, I try to keep it fresh. Probably should do it every every other month, but we do it once a year, clean house. And so I have to rewrite all these things, and I have to put the copy down. And then I gave it to Eddie last year, and he proceeded to mock and laugh. My work, right? I mean, how how unprofessional. That's like something you would do, some kind of quackery that you would do, I uh, guess. I don't on. think so. I, I do think that your your open needs to be tweaked and adjusted now as well. Oh, we, we've not gotten many new opens. They, they've kind of settled into the open. No, no, no. I think, not, da- I think Danny G is still in the open of the show. No, no, not the... He hasn't been on the show in uh, like a, over uh, two years, I think. Okay, let me rephrase. You're welcome to the show. When you come on the air with your welcome, yeah, it needs to be tweaked a little bit. What's wrong with what I? That's my that's my signature catchphrase. I, I, I can't I, change that. Well, you used emanating for the last year, year and a half. I think what you need to say. I've is, used emanating for longer than that. You have? Yeah, I've used been, it. I haven't been listening that long. Then. Well, that's an um, homage to my friend who's the public address announcer for the Lakers. You need to uh, you need to mix it up. I think you should use radiating radiating i think yeah it's perfect for you we are we are radiating live to the geico fox sports radio studios you could do illuminating you could do that too those are good it's perfect for you 11 to three o'clock yeah we mean yeah you know people are used to it they they get upset when they hear change they don't want change like they didn't want to hear the podcast recorded on a baby monitor last week but you're so playful (laughs) that you did that uh they don't want to hear that right listen you got two words for them fuck off wow (laughs) adapt and overcome ben Uh, (laughs) what's wrong with these people they like what i understand you're not taking away from the audience by adding more to it Uh uh-huh all right, uh, moving on here. Um, always uh, know the customer. The customer's always right. Derek from Boston writes, and I feel like we've had this question before, Derek. He says, do you guys consider pro video games a sport? Uh, what are your thoughts on pro uh, e-sports? Uh, well, Derek, not as a sport like I grew up. Like a sport I grew up, you have to actually – I think of playing video games kind of like chess. Yeah. Is chess a sport? You know what I mean? For some people it is. Is poker a sport? It's a mental mentally it's very difficult. But as I always say, Gesca, uh, I am an opportunist and I see there is a lot of money in in gaming. And I would not mind stepping up and giving a shot doing play by play on like a Call of Duty tournament or something like that. Because uh, I think you use many of the sports caster cliche type things when you're doing these. I've seen some of these broadcasts just uh, flipped over for a couple seconds on YouTube or whatever, and they use a lot of the same lingo 
that like Al Michaels and Collinsworth would use on a football game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I uh, Guys are making hundreds and thousands of dollars, even millions of dollars playing video games. And it is, it is astronomical the amount of money that's being used by people to obviously produce these games, to broadcast them. And then there's just tons of people, not just here in the United States, but worldwide that actually will sit down and watch people playing video games. It is asinine yeah. to me. That's but. the part that's amazing to me. Like kids, instead of doing, would rather watch. Like I, when I, I was a kid, maybe I'm wrong, but my memory, you know, our memories are not always accurate. But when I was a kid, I always would, I always remembered wanting to do stuff, you know, and I, I wanted to play baseball. I, I love playing baseball, but I would rather play, and I would spend hours throwing the tennis ball against the garage, right, rather than you know, watching games. I occasionally watched games, but I was most – I wanted to play. And if I watched the game, I then wanted to go out and play more and mimic what I saw on television. Yeah, always the case. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, all right, uh, moving on here. Let's see. Eeny, meeny, money mo. Uh, Eugene from Springfield, Missouri says, why aren't large-scale pinball tournaments broadcast on television? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I, if they could get an audience, Eugene, they'd put, they'd put anything on TV if people will watch, right? There's, there's plenty of uh, shelf space at television stations, so uh, they do that. Guy in Miami writes in says, is Ryan Tanhill living off unicorn blood? Sure, why not? That sounds good to me. Uh, this one's from Mike, the airplane mechanic in Oregon. He says, so who is worse? The cheating Cardinals or the cheating Astros? Now, this is a mind-numbing uh, question, a mind-bending question, I, I should say. And I never thought that the cheating Cardinals could be topped. But the Astros have done it. Bang, bang! Uh, the Astros have done it. Uh, the whistle, the buzzers, the light show, all of that. Uh, they have gone above and beyond the call of duty. And I'm starting to show. I'm starting to show some empathy for that fired Cardinals scouting director who was banned for life. Who said the reason he went into the Astros computer internal computer system and hacked it was because the Astros had done that and were stealing stuff from the Cardinals. And based on the actions of the Houston Astros, I think the guy is right. How about that? So screw the Astros. Done. Throw them out of baseball. Make them change their nickname, and and they're done to me. They're dead to me. But don't forget, they were tanking for quite a while. They were on the verge of of being sold. I hate that also. I hate I hate the tanking. You know I don't like tanking. Yeah. I can't stand tanking. It's 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 an illness tanking. And then to do screw it- the tanking. Tank 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 tank. Suck 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 suck. <laughs> All right. Um- <laughs> Winter meetings are right around the corner. Well, I I, I like the uh, I don't mind the winter meetings. That's gossip. I love the. Gossip. Uh, Debbie from Minneapolis writes in. She says she listens every morning but does not have the guts to call in. Debbie, listen to me. All right. I know you had a question about the Vikings, but that's boring. So I'm going to help you out, Debbie. All right. 99.9% of people that listen to a radio show never call the show. And I don't blame you. That's why occasionally we do a newbie night, try to get some new people to call in. But like normally if you're listening to a radio show, you're, you're either working or you're doing something else. You're not solely focused on the show and you're distracted and you don't have the time to stay on hold and, and yeah these people that call there's a long wait time usually to get on the air to, you know depending on what's going on during the show we have a lot of content and all that so i, I would not feel bad uh, about not not calling the show i don't think Plus, she should either i mean part of the reason why listeners don't call in either is because like you mentioned the hold is long but yeah. then they try to bring in a point and you immediately cut them off 
or you well, embarrass course, them, or you blow show. them up, and yeah, it's yeah, that's right. It's just I, I'm with Debbie here on this one. Don't call the show. In fact, you don't even need to listen to it. Listen to the podcast. Wow, every Friday, and that's it. That should be your fill for the rest of the week. It's very helpful, Gascon. You really know how to grow the audience. Uh, yeah. I, and I, I would like to see our numbers. I am. We are less than 200 people following our pi, our, our Facebook page from getting to 10,000. Wow. Which is pretty good because we don't promote the Facebook page very much. Yeah. We don't. So, And, and I think we're like 300 away, 300 likes from getting to 10,000, which is, you know, we love round numbers, right? Human beings love round numbers. And so I can certainly round up and say we're at 10,000, but it would be nice to actually get to 10,000. So what I'm trying to tell you is if you have some friends or whatnot, enemies, and haven't followed the show, just tell them, hey, uh, help uh, help my guy Maller out, the guy that had spats with Shats. Help him out. <laughs> You know, that whole thing? No? Uh, no. <laughs> Patricia writes in and says, Ben, will it sound better this week? Last week it sounded like Gascon wasn't near the microphone. It echoed a lot. Yeah. So more criticism from I think she. Patricia. I think she missed my voice. And uh, that's She's actually, in Vegas. That's I don't a, think she missed your voice at all. It's a pat on the back. Uh, she, she was correct on where my audio was coming from. I uh, think Patricia, she's pointing out that she's, uh, she's not going to, she's a, uh, a, c- a consumer that's not going to listen to crappy audio. So she's like saying, hey, stupids, uh, why don't you get some good audio? Well, I think like, she just want to hear more clarity in my voice, and I can appreciate that. We could talk about that any night at the Venetian or the Bellagio, if you like. Uh, just, well, uh, uh, well, we should go to Vegas. I mean, we, we, we oh, it's not like me and Patricia, on... not you and, uh, you oh, and me, dummy. Oh, you. oh well, I, well, okay. Yeah, stick I, your I, nose I, in I, this. I, to, I haven't been to Vegas in a while. i got to go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. you got to put some I've money on. I have done a Vegas road trip in a while. I've uh, I've not. Uh, well, have one of your listeners pay for that. How about that? Wow. Since you're having them pay for everything else. Wow. Wow. I didn't have anyone do it. I didn't ask anyone to do this. It's an act of charity. It's rude to turn people down that want to give you stuff. It's you rude. set up a GoFundMe account for this. I didn't set up a GoFundMe oh, account. Bullshit. I was contacted by a senior Malib militia man in Seattle who oh. said, "We want you to be here. We think this thing is going to be off the hook if you're there. And if you're not there, it's not going to be that big a deal." Nauseating. And I said, "All right. You know what? I'm a man of the people." Again, I'm not some pompous, arrogant guy. I don't mind hanging out with listeners. This will be the first year, Gascon, now that I have the plane ticket, that I've done in uh, two different time zones a meet and greet. Because we did one in Boston back in April, and now this one will be in Seattle. Bi-coastal. How about that? Boom. You did did one a couple years ago (laughs) in in Bakersfield, though, didn't you? Uh, we well we did that was uh, that was a disaster that was uh, that was much like the podcast last week the quality of that appearance was uh, left a lot to be desired unfortunately uh. although the highlight was the guy Air Force uh, the Air Force guy that got kicked out of the stadium and then tried to sneak back in by turning his like his jersey inside out or whatever remember yeah. that was uh, I remember that two months later Air, for- I lost my Air job. Force um, Andrew. Air Force Andrew yeah Air Force Andrew. Oh. Good. All right, uh, what do we have? What's left? We have don't stick to sports stories of the week. What do we have? Uh, Hygiene-wise, have you ever bleached your teeth? Uh, I don't think I have, but I will tell you that my wife has given me some weird crap to put on my teeth, so maybe I have. Okay, weird crap. Is she putting, what are they, strips? The uh... Yeah, like I've done the strip thing and uh, over that. Uh, but I finally had my, my – I, I had – not taking care of my teeth for a while, but I, I went to the dentist and they they acid washed my teeth. What were you so doing, they, meth or something? No, I was just too busy, you know. 
Two is ego to the dentist. Oh, for fuck's sake. Anyways, this mother's claim that her gums were left severely burned. She's in Ireland. Um, she actually went in to go see her dentist for a, a cleaning and then to get her teeth whitened. Well, it turned out that the whitening was so harsh on her gums that not only did it burn her teeth, but it burned her gums. And Ben, she wasn't having just the front and back of her top teeth uh, whitened. It was the bottom as yeah. well. Top four teeth in front all burned up. So her gum line looks like it's black and blue, like a broken nose just for getting her teeth whitened. All right, so she I'm assuming she's filed a lawsuit here. Is she's looking the, at something, yes, but uh, she <laughs> she says that But I, I don't know that she has much of a case and I'll tell you why. Is this permanent damage? To get a lot of money in those court cases, it has I, I used to listen to Handle on the Law mm-hmm. with Bill Handle and uh you know, marginal legal advice, but he, he used to talk about the fact that if it, if you're if you're like um your leg your foot gets amputated, you got a, an amazing case. You're going to get millions of dollars. But if you get a bruise and then it can heal, you don't get as much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. uh well, there's a couple of replies because she posted this on social media and a couple of people had replied sending through a dentist saying that it's gonna leave permanent damage to her teeth and she'll have some kind of gingivitis that will be led to this. So we'll see what happens. But according to what she said online, she's gonna see a specialist next week to see if there's any kind of remedy for uh for the miscues that she had. All right. Well, should I sue? Because I burned my mouth, my gums, a few weeks back. That's because you don't know how to cook. And I, I, not, I had a double whammy. I burned. Well, I, I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to wait. Apparently, I, I usually wait. But I was, I wanted to eat. I was watching a football game. I don't know, Bears game or something like that. And I wanted to eat. And uh, yeah, I burned my mouth, man. It's a nightmare. I and bit my tongue at the same time. And I did a whole week of radio with a lisp. You're a dark. Like I was man. Lou Holtz. <laughs> <laughs> no days off though, Gascon. Oh, I did, I showed up, man. I showed up. How, I I powered through because I got grit. That's how about why. how about this one, Ben? A Japanese man was arrested for allegedly calling a phone company, not yeah. once, not twice, but twenty four thousand times to complain about them and his contract. This guy was not a teenager, not in his twenties or thirties. He was a 71-year-old man taken yeah. into custody for calling a telephone company 24,000 times, demanding that they apologize after violating his contract. Um, well, I give the guy credit for his ambition. You know, I always always like ambition, and uh, he, this was clearly something that he was passionate about, and he had the curse of free time, right? He had the curse of free time, which I think is the biggest part of the story. The, the largest problem here is... Is the guy was angry? He probably was retired. He had nothing going on, and he's like, you know, I'm just gonna make my point. These people aren't giving me the answer they, that I want, and so uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw haymakers at them, and, and I'm gonna punch them into submission with my my phone calls. And uh, yeah, how did how did that work out? Last couple of stories. How about this one in Miami? Um, I love fruit. Bananas, apples. Well, uh, people have said that about you. People have um, said you do enjoy the fruit. I well, I enjoy fruit, vegetables. Uh, don't eat as much yeah. red meat anymore. Uh, oh, how about this? You're going soft at an art gallery in Miami, Ben. An artist yeah. threw up a banana to the wall, and yeah. I kid you not, put duct tape to it. Duct taped it, and then put a frame around it. It sold yeah. at a Miami Festival of Arts for one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. He sold two editions of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw I, I saw this story, and this is the kind of a story, all right, that uh, makes me want to punch someone. These intellectuals <laughs> that go to these art museums and all this stuff, 
Oh my! What a what a bunch of uh, these people are so pompous and ah, uh, I I can't I can't stand it. These self adoring people with the 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 art world. I mean, it's just it's so it's so freaking annoying. These these bozos, these dingleberries that do this. How about this one? I don't know if you've ever dri- right. how far have you driven across uh, across the state of California or I guess well, I've driven I'll- all the way to. Uh, App, Grass Valley, which is kind of in between uh, Sacramento and I've been to Sacramento. I've driven to Sacramento. I've gone from uh, Sacramento, kind of uh, Grass Valley, which is on the way to Reno. I've mm. uh, been to obviously the the Mexican American border in San Diego, and uh, pretty much everywhere in California. Anywhere there's a road, I've, I've been over the. All right. Well, I bring that up because years. of this. Three people recently broke the cannonball run record i don't know if you know what the cannonball run uh, is i saw I'm, i saw cannonball I, it was before my time but i saw it on the internet you know, all right so it's a cross, cool like that it's a cross-country drive from new york to los angeles three people did it just a couple weeks ago they did it they actually left manhattan got to redondo beach in 27 hours and 25 minutes being the previous record of 28 hours and 50 minutes ben the max speed in their car was yeah. 193 miles per hour. Their overall average speed was 103. All right, so here's my – I know that in lots lots of the country there is absolutely no uh, – there's no one living there. It's, it's a cow towns, farm, you know, whatever. But to get to 193 miles an hour, at some point you're going to come across like a, you know, a, an 18-wheeler that's going 45 miles an hour. <laughs> Do you see the problem with that? Do you see the problem? Force equals mass and all that. Do you see the issue with that? Yeah, I do. I see mean, it. I love, I love the fact that they were able to drive and speed all the way and not get a ticket. And I would like to go, but see, I would like to drive from like Boston to L.A. and I, but I'd like to stop. You know, if I if I had money and I could just not not have to work and just stop at these little places along the way, I think that would be a lot of fun. But I've never had enough time to do it. And so maybe when I'm old, I get a Winnebago or something like that, and I'll drive around. Yeah, they drove in a Mercedes-Benz E63 AMG, 800 horsepower Ben, and I was also two, uh, turbocharged. So so they switched drivers. There were three drivers, right? So they yeah. switched drivers. So what's the deal? So they pull over for like a minute or 30 seconds and then quickly switch, and then the next person drives? Is that how that works? Pretty much. It's like in the pits, right? <laughs> and then the person has to sleep in the back. Imagine trying to sleep while this car is going supercharged, uh, <laughs> you know, 190 miles an hour, and you know, soaring across America, uh, around the world, and you're you're in there, you know, pedal to the metal, and you're in the back trying to take a nap. Yeah, no kidding, right? Here's a, here's a great story for i think your wife more than you um have you been a part or seen or felt the um the uncomfortable feeling of being a part of the mile high club the mile high club yeah i've i've been in planes i've never been to denver that's the mile high no i've not all right. Well, a deckhand on a luxury yacht down in Australia pleaded guilty to negligence after having drunken sex with a captain on a boat that was worth. Well, that's 100... not the Mile High Club, Gascar. I, I know I what know the Mile, what the High, mile High Club, Club is. is. Dumb, dumb. Of you don't even know I what do. it is. That would be the Friendly uh, yes. Seas Club or whatever. I, I'm bringing that up because of this. It was on a boat. I was going to ask you if you had any kind of extracurricular activities in a car, in a train. You just screwed it all up, Ben. Thanks a lot. I screwed it up. Well, I, I would say that everyone, well, maybe not these days, but when you're uh, around my age, at some point you uh, made out with someone in a car. I think that's where most people start doing that kind of activity. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think uh, we can elaborate a little bit more talking about maybe changing the gears in a stick shift when it's an automatic transmission. You get my drift? You're such a pervert. Huh? You, are, you are such a uh, such a perv. Uh, I got I to gotta work with you. Anyways, uh, what, what, this what boat crashed. It, was, yeah. it caused $140,000 worth of damage. Well, that's just because you know everything's complex. You, you crash into the dock with those boats, it's going to cost <laughs> a lot of money. Those are huge boats, right? Yeah. Chips. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, come on. <sighs> Way to get out there, Ben. Way to have some fun with this. Well, you know, I, I am good at playing. I'm a good teammate. You know, yeah. I learned last week when I was doing the, in a fishbowl yeah. uh, last week. Uh, you're you're like uh, Johnny Depp. You're Captain Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean is what you yeah, are. Yeah, there's not one bus that you wouldn't throw me under. There's not one train track you would not throw me on right. top of. I am a truth teller. I'm a watchdog. That yeah. is what I do. Yeah. And it, I, if I have to beat you like a, a rented mule or a rental car, I, <laughs> I will absolutely uh, do that. With surgical precision, by the way. Yeah. Anyways, yes. I am done. You will done- be Disemboweled is, is what you mean. <laughs> Disemboweled. Wow. All right. Well, I'm done. Word. I'm done for. I'm done for this. All right. That'll put the baby to bed. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. And remember, trying to get those numbers up on Facebook. We're gonna get. We have enough people that listen to this where we should easily pass ten thousand if everyone just gets one other person to step up to rise up to meet the challenge. Uh, but have a great weekend. We will be back. And let us know how the audio sounds. Hopefully it doesn't sound like a baby monitor this week or it was recorded on a drive through speaker system. Uh, let us know how that goes. We'll be back on Sunday night on the radio after the NFL weekend. And we'll catch you next time. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke. No spit and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.